0: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Shopify.com slash free twenty-two. Internet connection required, not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning Event Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. i got a loaded show for you all today, so without any further delay, let's get started. Ah, here we go. This is the Morgan Band Sports Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Tuesday morning on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Guys, the Atlanta Falcons... We'll be facing the Washington Redskins. I was facing the Washington Justice. I'm thinking Overwatch League here, but, um, yes, it is going to be happening in the ATL this Thursday against the Redskins. And guys, I'm kind of excited for this because number one, this is the second home game, last home game of the preseason. So definitely I would love a win right here. But number two is. I would love to see what this offensive line is going to do now because that is one of my main concerns headed into this really week four preseason matchup for the Atlanta Falcons and technically I think number three for the, the Washington Redskins, but it's going to be interesting to see how the Redskins defense will go up against the offensive line and how the offensive line can maintain a raidskins defense where they go into a blitz package. I want to see this offensive line guard Matt, Matt Schaub. I really, really do. And uh, while I'm actually here on the podcast, I'm pulling up on my, on my Twitter right now, Matt Schaub and Matt Ryan, of course is practicing right now, but Matt Sims is however not practicing. So it is a little bit, you know, not, not worrying or anything. Make sure pulling up Kelsey Conway. I probably will have to just type in her name while doing this. Kelsey Conway. Yep. Okay. Uh she reported it. Um or no it was it might have been Matt Sims. Or not Matt Sims, but Matthew Tebeck, but um Uh, Kijan Barner is back practicing for the Falcons, and Matt Gano is starting in place of T.Y. Barlow to start practice at the right tackle, uh, that is coming from her, I am, I'm gonna pull up uh, Matthew to back now, I am so sorry that I know this is like unprofessional, doing so right here, but um, Yes, uh, Danny Edelton is actually practicing with Schaub and Ryan. So it makes me wonder, are we going to see Edelton play this Thursday? I think so. And I think we're going to let Matt Sims sit during this whole entire preseason. Because, you know, he just was inaccurate. Or inaccurate, excuse me. And I just... I just didn't really like the signing of Matt Sims. I think we're going to honestly be letting him go after week uh, five for us in the preseason. And uh, But this uh, Danny Elton, I've seen his like career highlights from wherever he was in uh, New England, being like the backup behind Tom Brady. This kid can honestly sling the ball. He is a decent signing. And Dirk Carter will put receivers in place. The QB coach will definitely make sure that Danny Elton is going to make it, make sure that the ball is thrown accurately and just, just everything else that's going to be in good placement right here. Um. So again, the offensive line is definitely something I'm looking forward to seeing this Thursday when it comes to blitz packages and, and just anything else that the defense for her, the the Redskins will throw at the Atlanta Falcons' offense, offensive line. And actually, I'm recording this on Sunday, so I'm actually watching the um, the Vikings game at 8 p.m. later and see how their offensive line looks because you know that's who we face week one. They went O line in the draft as well, so definitely. It is going to be something that's going to be concerned because if their O line looks great and ours don't, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. So, offensive line is definitely what I'm looking for into this preseason. Special teams is definitely another thing that I'm looking forward to really see improvement on because special teams, yes, we got up to like the maybe the 30, 35 yard line. But past that, that that's really about it. You know, we didn't get no special team return, like touchdowns or anything, which I mean, that rarely happens. But whenever it does happen, it's very special. Uh, Special teams getting us up into at least a good field position rather than the 30 yard line is definitely what I'm looking for. Maybe a turnover if they can strip the ball out of the, uh, you know, the return team's hands. Maybe I'm looking for in that. So. Special teams and offensive line, defense. I am, I'm not too concerned about right now because you know they've looked good since the Hall of Fame game. You know, putting pressure on the QB and forcing you know them to punt. Well, the the enemy, what well, not the enemy, but the other team to punt. And I'm definitely like, okay, well, this is great. Big Beast is looking great. True fine. great. Well, not great, Jarrett, but um. But definitely Font and Vic Beasley are looking phenomenal. Chris Lindstrom is doing pretty good on the O-line, but he definitely needs some work. So, um, don't want to repeat myself there. But again, O-line and special teams is one I'm looking for in this week's preseason matchup against the Washington Redskins. All right, guys. So, now transitioning on over to the Overwatch League, the... Atlanta Rain just wrapped up their week four. Boys, let me tell you, it is, it was phenomenal. Uh, yes, yeah, Saturday's matchup, no, excuse me, Friday's matchup this past Friday was a little bit concerning, a little bit, but, you know, it was not that much to stress about. So, uh, the Atlanta Rain won against Washington Justice that Friday, 2-1. to one. Anything a two to one, you know how's that happening Well, on Basan Atlanta one two to one, Matt two the hanamura uh, however you pronounce that it was a tie, so one one Hollywood went to the justice, and then so we was tied up after the half, and I'm like, oh my God, here we go, You know the Atlanta rain is not putting pressure on these guys they're they're putting the pressure on us, but then Matt Four comes to Junkertown. And, we, you know, the Justice, they went first on Jungertown, if I'm not mistaken, and got it all the way up to that second point. And then I was like, oh, yep, it's over. Because Atlanta Rain, they, they can put out a, you know, a, like a reverse sweep. But at the same time, they can't. So, it really is like sideways. But they did the reverse sweep and got the 3-2. And we picked up the 2-1 victory over the Justice. I was pretty happy about that, guys. I'm not going to sit here and lie. And really, your top performers was really Popo, Dogman, and Erster throughout the entire series, and even Massa, uh, Corey Ark, and uh, Sansom was definitely another top performer for the Justice. And then finally, the Atlanta Rain totally. Blew the London Spitfire out of the water 4-0. was 2. Hanaburro was 2. And, you know, the Spitfire got 0-0. Matt 3, 0 points for them. Blizzard World was 3 for us. Now, Matt 4, it just seemed like they wanted to come back, but the Atlanta Rain was like, all right, you got 2 points, now stop. We're going to take over here. (laughs) On uh, Havana, that was a 3-2 right there. And uh, the Atlanta Rangers, honestly, guys, look so great. <clears throat> Excuse me, but Birding, uh, Busan, and um, qu- Quarterman Quartermain uh, was definitely your top performers throughout the series. And FRD Massa, and of course, as always, Erster is your top performers when it comes to the Atlanta Rain. Um, my early predictions for. Championship, like, week, I guess you want to call it for the Overwatch League. I'm going to say, er- I mean, not Erster, but a Hanzo in a May mains is definitely going to be trouble for whoever comes into this situation. Because the way Erster plays as a Hanzo is devastating. And I know there's other players that plays as, you know, Hanzo, and they are really good as Just like Erster. But Erster just has that ability to go a little bit above beyond. He has that creative talent whenever it comes to being a Hanzo. But early prediction is that May and Hanzo will be very difficult to play with. Or not play difficult with, but go up against during the finals. So guys, next up we are going to be talking about the... Call of Duty World Championship. That's coming up next on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. All right, guys. Last and final subject of today's part of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. And that is your Call of Duty World Champions United. Yes, that's right, guys. I'm saying that right. It's not 100 Thieves. It's not Optic Gaming. It's not Gen G. It is E-United. After a long, hard fault throughout the entire Call of Duty um, Pro scene, this is what it come down to. E-United are the best Call of Duty players, or, well, best Call of Duty team for the Black Ops 4 series. And, guys, it honestly feels amazing. I, I am an Optic Gaming fan, and let me tell you, that was... Championship Sunday was a very disappointing day for optic gaming. It really was, but I'll get to that in a little bit later, but uh who was it? I'm looking on the Twitter page right now, but temp was is your m v p for this entire series going up against one hundred thieves, everything else like that, and also one hundred thieves was really the underdogs going into this match, going up against E United. And I was like, wow, they're going to win three freaking tournaments in one year, pretty much being a, what a second year organization. So definitely nature, you, you have, you have established a very well polished organization for 100 thieves. Definitely cannot wait for the future of 100 thieves. But now our focus turns to uh, Optic Gaming, which raises a lot of concerns. Uh, Scump's trending on Twitter. Greenwall. I mean, everything Optic is trending right now. I mean, and people are pretty much congratulating Optic Gaming for a very well well-run organization and time in the Call of Duty League. And the Optic Gaming finale just ended today the with them finishing top three within the Call of Duty World Championship scene. Thank God they honestly won one ring with uh, this organization that was in Infinite Warfare. But now, I, I don't know, guys. I mean, Optic Gaming is still going to be here, but they're they're going to Los Angeles now to be a part of the West coast team or like division for the new call of duty league. But this is the end of this kind of optic gaming scene. And I'm kind of brought to tears guys, really. And these guys have worked so hard to, to put in, the the wins and everything for the fan base, and uh, I I just don't know. Next next year, Optic Gaming is going to be now battling for the the Battle of LA pretty much with One Hundred Thieves, and uh, I I just I don't know. I think One Hundred Thieves is he- here to dominate for the rest of these the remaining years to come like right now i'm just scrolling through the the good old days of uh, Optic right here uh see even glacier was a part of that nade Shot. scum's been through it all right here too and it it is it's very sad it really is and the the power of esports when you really think about it it's it It's so beyond powerful, I mean it's bigger than there really anything else, I mean not as big as like you know the n f l or anything but it has its own fan base and it's huge in that's in that own respect right there and i'm just I'm just sadden I really am this is the end of an era, hopefully um something could come back up upon us. And, uh, just, you know, do whatever, but optic is over with now. And hopefully they can come into LA and, uh, start all over with a brand new era. Uh, scump though. However, I think he's going to retire from the, the pro scene. And I think crimsics is, I mean, um, yeah, crimsics as well, or he might just go to another team. I would say probably United. If they let go of anybody, which I don't see that happening. I really don't. It, but it, again, it was a devastating loss for Arctic Gaming. They were hoping to come out on top and end the era in a way that every fan base from NFL, NBA, or whatever that is ending their franchise to win the major championship. That that's how everybody wants it to be, and that that just did not happen. And I'm just. I'm just, you know, really just you know just upset about it and stuff like that. Uh so again, um congratulations to e United. Definitely won it. They had Optic Gaiman's number, uh so as, as well as Hundred Thieves. They really had their number as well. And I am uh just I'm just honestly surprised that they lost to those two powerhouse teams. So, uh, uh, again, guys, that is the end of the Man Sports Podcast right there. But I uh, sure hope you did enjoy. If you did, make sure to like button on Sunglad.com, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcasts. Uh And uh, I'll just see you guys Thursday. Peace out.